seven are all I got, bud. There you go. We're going live. I don't know if it caught. That. We're doing that it live. Except, is that was that acceptable Canadian lingo? What? Oh, what? N- nothing. That's fine. Uh, tossing, tossing a bite. Well, just... <laughs> no, I said. Uh, you said you said uh, gonna give her a go, but and I said give her all you got, bud. I'll give her all you got. That's yeah. uh, uh, you know what? You, uh, what's you the, what's the for effort? What's the proper response there? Uh, like I don't know. I, I was gonna say get so her done, but that's more like Larry the Cable Guy. Um, yeah, I don't really think that's yeah. like super Canadian, right? Like that so, dude. When I think of that guy, I don't think. Yeah, he's he's Canada. You know. You know what? I'd, I'd say maybe uh, you know, give her a rip or something like that would be uh, give her a rip. Canadian. Yeah. yeah, give her a rip, bud. Go. I gotta put a bud after it, right? Yeah, a bud or an A. Okay, butter and a. What about a pal? Give her uh, a rip there. Pal, pal. works no. too. Pal works too. Eh, like, it's uh, it's like what? pal's like a super friendly. When when super in friendly doubt, setting. when in doubt, uh, just fucking a is a good, uh, a pretty good response to most things in Canada. <laughs> fucking a. I mean, yeah, dude. That's. I think that crosses borders, man. Because like every time, every time somebody is uh, mm-hmm. saying some shit to me at work, and I don't, I'm not really listening to them. I just like I wait for them to stop. And I'll, and I go, fucking A. And uh, <laughs> that's really it. So, uh, yeah, what about Bub? How Canadian is Bub? I'm going to give her a go there, Bub. Uh, I mean, if you're like a, a five-foot um, mutant uh, badger, um, then I, I would say that's uh, pretty appropriate. <laughs> mutant badger. That's uh, I can I can live with all that. Welcome to today's like episode one sixty one, everyone. I'm your host, Primal Sabbath. Joining me tonight is a, a returning guest, filling in for some absent shoes. Angry Mike's in the chat, but he can't be in the uh, show uh, because he's a he's a slacker. Dalton, something something work. You don't work, Dalton. It's just uh, it's just BS. Tyler said he's going to be late, but that means he's not going to be in here because uh, Jimmy Hoffa doesn't wait for nobody. I watched uh, I watched the Irishman this week. So anytime someone's just been like, yeah, I'm going to be late. And I was like, I don't wait for nobody over 10 minutes. So that's kind of, I don't know if you guys have seen the Irishman yet, but that is a, that's a hell of a three and a half hour gangster movie. Um, that was, you know, it wasn't too bad. Three and a oh, half hours. Cool. Yeah. Three and a half hours. Yeah. It's uh it's got a, uh, got, got um, Robert De Niro, uh, Joe Pesci, and uh, uh, Al Pacino in it. It's pretty good. But uh, apparently, like because of that, they're reopening the uh, the investigation on like what off of. like, like man, those dudes killed that dude oh. like one thousand percent. Yeah, some some interesting stuff there though, man. I've always been uh, that that particular little section of american history has always interested me like i i wouldn't have the uh the stones to live that kind of life but uh like watching movies about it <laughs> but uh anyways tom the bomb where can we find you at man howdy y'all uh you can find me at uh crowd tech customs at uh on instagram and twitter and that's pretty much it i have a youtube channel uh not much on there though 
I feel like uh, I feel like there's a delay between us. Is there a delay? Yep. Okay. Yeah, probably <laughs> <laughs> by, by like by like five seconds, I guess. But it's fine. Uh, and we're also joined by Candace. Candace, where can people find you at? You can find me on Facebook, uh, Candice Art, and Twitter at Candice and Tora on YouTube, Candice and Tora, something like that. Oh, where Bosco? And um, I just joined Instagram. Oh my god, I just joined Instagram, so you can find me on there as well. I, I'm not sure which one you search for, Candice Santora or Candice Santora, whatever. The Gram on the Instagram. I think they both pop up. Isn't Instagram owned by Facebook now? So it should, I mean, like, it should still kind of be the same search parameters, I would I would think. Okay. I don't know so. these things. Like, I'm only searching for myself. Yeah. So. I don't know. <laughs> Mike, Mike says no delay. Well, no shit, no delay. You're in the chat, dude. Uh, real quick. That's in the chat. Deluxe just popped in the chat. Uh, Dark Spider... Darth Spider Four, excuse me, is in the chat. Machine Core Five Hundred is in the chat. So thank y'all for joining us. Um, hey there, Deluxe. Let's see. He says I don't know what this is, but I hit the like button for some. <laughs> Dude, I appreciate that, Deluxe. You know, that's a uh, that's too uh, too mighty kind. Yeah, man. Um, I wish uh, I had the te- uh, Hollow Mad Inc. says uh, we need to feel like feel like we need a theme song. I wish I had the technology to make a theme song for the show. Just have some background music, some like some, like piano music, you know, <laughs> something fancy. Tom, did you get anything this week, dude? Oh, dude, I got a bunch. Um, so I got uh, this uh, MMC uh, rap bat. Uh, thanks to you and Brett. So shout outs to uh to you guys. Um this is like only my second uh episode. did it have a pungent odor when you received it? <laughs> um I mean it 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 smelt a little bit like uh I don't know what uh what I imagine the southern states to smell like. So that's uh fried <laughs> chicken uh, and old cotton candy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It was it was strangely it was strangely welcoming. It was like it was like it was like a little welcoming, but you could you could also smell a little bit of the underlying hate uh, underneath it. That's that's pretty much Southern sense. There you go. If I lived if I lived like ten miles more south, you would have had some like paper mill plant uh, stench on it as well. Those just smell like uh, wet assholes before you put soap on them. So. Oh, dude, I'm I'm European, man. We uh we we have bidets for that. You have what for that? Bidets. I don't know what a bidet is. Oh boy, uh, Google it. It's a very, very European thing. Anyways, this uh, third party rat bat, super badass. <laughs> um, this is only like the the second uh, third party figure that I have. Um. And I'm super shook at like the quality from like the paint apps to um, just the overall design and, and build of the thing. The transformation is like relatively solid. It pegs together like really well. Um, yeah, man, it's it's a hell of a figure. And uh, also just to comment on the little claws that detach from the wings, um, you can clip them in on the other on the uh, underside of the hand. 
So they don't. They don't I don't know if back. I showed that off or not. No, you didn't. I feel like I try. I'm, like, uh, are you talking about like in vehicle mode or no, no, in, in robot mode? You can uh, in robot. Little, See, I thought yeah. I thought I I thought I showed him holding it, but I, I honestly couldn't remember. I actually just or maybe I did watching, it from up top. I just finished watching your video because I could not be bothered with uh, the instructions. I just I I, I wanted, <laughs> dude. Like I've had this sitting for like a day or two now in my room. And uh, just, you know, got off work, ran upstairs, wanted to get a, a quick, uh, you know, changeover in before uh, we started the show. So, For sure. Man, like, that, you, you pointed something out really good with Mastermind Creations just there. Like, MMC, man, they, uh, they have, like, great plastic qualities, I feel. Like, uh, starting out, it was kind of rocky, like, with the, uh, the Night Morpher stuff, the, the Hearts of Steel. Uh, I kind of had gotten the star scream and I had to get a few replacement parts sent to me. I mean, otherwise it was, it was fine. It was okay. But then like, as soon as they, I feel like not, not even, well, maybe I guess like shortly after their Spartan release or like with their Spartan release, like going forward, it's all been super solid stuff, but <laughs> to talk a little bit of shit about them, uh, their instructions uh, have been and always will be trash. And, uh, <laughs> They uh, should never have two packed that stupid brawn with that stupid guzzle, or with that awesome guzzle. The stupid, stupid two pack. It was just a stupid two pack, and they should feel bad about it. And I'm not gonna let it go. Hey man, and I'm I not gonna buy it really, until it's on clearance. I really. What do you want, brawn, the brawn? And uh, we'll split it. I'll, I'll take the brawn. Okay. Get her done. Well, looks like I'm supporting shitty business practices now. There you go, Yipikai. Do you for real want the brawn? Because I'll, <laughs> I'll buy that thing like tonight, and. uh just we'll do it that way oh dude i i i can't do that tonight i was gonna say though like i openly support um every and any brawn release like brawn is just like a cool um design all bronze matter yeah man just, you know <laughs> they're uh they're not the bronze are not third place in my book so i hear you i hear you just you know if if i was still doing the full lost light shelf thing. I probably would have been like, oh, okay. But, uh, well, like, I, you know, I'm not so, but I need my little wrecker fella and good. Now I get to get my little wrecker fella. Candace, did you get anything this week? I did not. Ooh, still no, uh, still nope. no shipping notification. Nope. That's a bummer. Darth spider four asks, how is masterpiece black arachnia? She's wonderful. Hello, She's man. absolutely wonderful. So, I know some people have, uh, like I've been complaining about the spider legs being a little too loose or falling off. It's an easy fix. I, mine would fall off if I would be a little rough with it. Like to kind of further put into words what maybe I couldn't or didn't express in the video. She feels like a Gundam, like high grade, like as far as weight goes, she feels like a high grade model kit, very light, surprisingly light. Um, and you don't really expect it when, the uh when you when you like pick up the box because like the stand and the spider webs and all the other stuff is pretty heavy and it's like but but it all works like it's not it's, i don't think the the lack of weight is a detriment because i mean she's supposed to be like a small character and, and like it's it's impressive like it's completely impressive i mean yeah it's got its faults but um i display it in both modes pretty damn happily so that's uh that's more or less on that um yeah, I, I Chris, 100% agree. 
Yep. Shout out to chat squad. Chris Wu's in the chat squad. Uh, says congrats on no shipment equals more money in pocket. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, let's see. Says I don't understand why Mike and Dalton are in the chat, but not on the show. Uh, Brett said thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, while those two uh, lovebirds have it out, I got some cool stuff in this week. I got some animation sales courtesy of Ace Milo. He hit me up uh, back in late October. He was like, hey, man, you want some animation sales? And I was like, like I've been looking at them on on eBay for a minute, and I've kind of wanted to get at least one of every Japanese character animation sale just to kind of have, you know, because I'm running out of shit to buy. And uh, he said, I got a bunch of them, $100 a year. And I said, sweet. So I paid them damn near a month and a half, two months later. <laughs> so I appreciate him for holding on to him for me. Uh, but anyways, just got a couple of them. So there's one nice. that's a uh, sling and saberback, I think is his name. And then let's see, I got a half shell, the turtle fella mm-hmm. from uh, the sea cons. And then I got like a bunch of guile darts. Like, I don't know. I guess like if I had to guess, like it's basically the, it's four of these guile darts, and they're they're all in the same pose, but like at various like distances. I'm guessing he probably got those in like one shot. Yeah, it's kind of kind of strange, I guess. But the guile dart one that I like the most is the close up there on the head. Nice. Oh, there we nice. go. Oh, that's such a reflection. Uh, let's see. I got uh, got BB, Roger, Roger, and. Was it was it Half Shell was his name? Shit, I can't remember. Uh, but that's his robot mode, and probably like the baller shot caller. One of them at least was I got the uh, the God Neptune, kind of like from the knees up profile. Really like that. I got a uh, a Magna Boss. There we go. The one that won't fall apart on it. <laughs> <laughs> also got a uh, Lyo Junior. And I got a Magmatron, which I like this, just like a head profile shot of Magmatron. Man, shout out to the audio listeners, because they, they can't see any of this. I haven't taken pictures of any of this stuff. And then a, uh, kind of like a face shot of Magnaboss, like hollering. Yeah, cool. Last but not least, I got a uh, Starscream animation cell. Beast Force uh, second Starscream. And they come with like little... Line paper bars. stuff with like the outline some of them are stapled oh, you probably can't see any of that some of them are stapled this one was just kind of like on it and it's like all this like the back looks super weird on these i've never i mean i guess it doesn't <laughs> look weird whatever huh. yeah it just it looks a little strange but uh i dig it man so like now i've got a uh another kind of new obsession to to chase so Sell me all your animation cells. Uh, last but not least was this really awesome thing. I got a Transformers Prime Wheeljack uh, test shot. Nice. Wow. So, and it's molded in this kind of like weird seafoam green, blue, and gray. And it's got yellow translucent bits. And it's mighty, uh, <laughs> mighty loose. But I mean, like, that's, that's test shots, right? Uh, this was actually a gift from a friend, believe it or not. Like, I didn't... I didn't spend any money on this, so my buddy Matt sent this to me. Uh, 
free of charge. He sent me a bunch of Canadian candies. I got some coffee crisps. Nice. Um, that was super awesome of him to do. Uh, so big check. shout out to him. He also took one of his wedding pictures and photoshopped my face over his wife. <laughs> he sent that to me as well. So that's getting that's getting framed one thousand percent. It's gonna it's gonna go up. Uh, I'll probably put that picture because like the only other pictures I have framed like of myself is the one I took with Judd Nelson at Bot Icon. So I think uh, and I kind of have that where my autographs and stuff are. But I think for that picture, I'm just gonna stick it up on my prototype shelf and uh, call it a day. But uh, it actually it arrived broken, which was a bummer because this is like, according to Matt, this is the only one he ever saw, and it's the only one I ever saw. And I don't know if anyone else has any of them out there, but fortunately, I was able to sacrifice uh, this Beast Hunter's wheel jack and uh, fix the, replace the the piece in there. So I got it working. It transforms. It stands. That's what matters, right? There you go. So super awesome of him to do that. I think that's all I got this week. So I guess enough with all that. Uh, boring stuff um chris Wu, we are uh asked if we're going to talk about raiden we're probably not going to talk about raiden with this being a beast wars show uh i mean we don't also like we also don't know a whole lot about it either you know what i mean so i don't know it's uh it is what it is i guess yeah we're uh, so. strictly strictly uh monkey business no uh no trains. yeah monkey <laughs> monkey not train well you say that but tonight we are going to be uh looking at some vehiculars so um that said i think we got beast banging everyone i we do i need to look at my notes. show notes yeah i took a I took like one additional picture this time compared to the bat optimus primal so um everybody hold your applause please uh, I know, I know, it's a kind of a big deal. These beast bangins. <laughs> For them to pop up. Uh, Deluxe asks, are we going to talk about fans toy stuff? Um, you know, whenever they start doing Beast Wars, maybe. MP45B probably ain't going to be it. Uh... Hashtag uh, not my B. Woo. All right. So, yeah, very much the same as Bat Optimus Primal. Um, there were only three different ways of getting it. Uh, four? Three. Definitely. This one, <laughs> this one, there were only three, but there are four that you could have. Anyways, so this is the beast mode. It looked like a gator. He got red eyes. Cool. Uh, I like the green kind of dry brushing they did along the back scales here. And there's supposed to be a little bit here on the tail, but we'll get to that later. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was just mine. Maybe something they did do for the Japanese line. I'm not sure. Uh, but... Two shades of green, and they even painted his little tongue red. Oh, just like they did for Primal. Look at that little. Is that is that really like an alligator's tongue though? Like I thought, thought it would have you know gone all the way to the to the back of the teeth. You know. Kind of thought so too. Is he an alligator or a crocodile? It seems to be a. 
Yeah, you know, um, I'm gonna say alligator. Um, just because I think the Japanese translation for his Japanese alligator counterpart was like Megaligatortron or something. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like there was Convoy Bat or Convo Bat, and there was Megala Megala Megamegagagagagalagatron. <laughs> I don't know. So, look at him doing this this lean. Oh, ah, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? I didn't notice I didn't notice I took the picture from that angle until I saw it and I was like, oh well. He's gonna be leaning. Just your standard flip former uh with weapon storage. Y'all know how important that weapon storage is to me. I had to do a whole separate video on Black Arachnia because shout out to my friend Black Arachnia. That's that's their real name. Uh for like, dude, just shot me a message and was like, uh, like, yeah, there is weapon storage, by the way, you peasant. I was like, oh, thanks. They didn't call me a peasant, but anyways. You can get some, like, man, I love these little bases like this. You can get some uh, bases, basics. You can get some <laughs> neat little poses out of them. Like, I would just like to watch the basics wars, you know? <laughs> it's just all the little, it's just all the little fellas fighting each other Aww. from the toy line. Yeah, there's just like pew, pew, pew. all the bigger robots. Yeah, all the bigger <laughs> robots are just hanging out, watching the the littler ones fight on like the carpet stuff. <laughs> and uh, they just uh, and on top of that, they're all wearing UGG boots and drinking pumpkin spice lattes. You know, <laughs> the basics wars. So I do like this pose for him. And then this is the Takara versus... Pa- oh, yeah, the green one you could uh, only get in America uh, or the Western markets, I should say, in the versus pack that came with a comic book, um, a very small comic book. And this was supposed to be G1 Megatron uh, in current day, taking a beast form, I guess in the 90s, current day. Uh, you could have gotten it single-packed in Japan uh, or versus-packed in Japan. Now we move on to the purple one, the the DROM uh, Alligator Megatron, Ooh. which was only available in an Amazon-exclusive two-pack that came with a CD. I have that CD, but I don't have a computer that could play that CD. <laughs> I wonder, however, at work, there is a uh, – it's a Windows XP. We're still – I'm still running Ooh. a Windows XP at work on my work computer. I don't know, like – I think it runs like Windows 98 type got of you, stuff. Got you beat, man. I got Windows 95 at work I use. Look, I got to Oh, yeah. you use it at work? Yeah, we do. Wow. Dude, what? How, yeah. how is that thing not crapped out on right? you? Right? I don't they know. They can't even connect to the internet. Like, no, how? It doesn't. <laughs> that's, dude, that's like, I hope, I hope you're... I hope you're keeping like credit card information on that thing because there's no way anyone's getting into it. Right? Yeah. It's pretty sweet. That's crazy. You use it at work. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the only thing did that works even, in that machine because it's so old. Did Nothing they even do data processing in 1995? Like, <laughs> I'm completely flabbergasted. That's crazy. Boom. Boom. Um, Lego Nardo One Space One says this Sunday I found Transkidor, Transkido, Tran, 
Trin- Mosquito. Trinskito. Jetstorm, Iguanas, Inferno, and the Predacon <laughs> Spider Base all for 25 bucks. Damn. That's a pretty damn good deal, especially if yeah, you got is. the Spider Base with it. That's awesome. So, uh, Kabar mentioned, I wish there was a Botcon Croc mold. It's funny you mention it, and I didn't include it because eh, um, originally Men in Black Productions, Enterprises, whatever, the, the group that uh, hosted the 90s Botcon they were going to do a white and orange or like a light gray with white highlights and kind of like a burnt orange secondary color uh, repaint of Alligator Megatron. And they were going to call it Albinotron or something like that. <laughs> very, very original, um, which I think would have been cool just because the whole like, you know, like uh, I think uh, it's, I think it's supposed to be like a white crocodile, but whatever. Um and they were also going to do a swoop from Pterosaur. It was also going to be like a lighter color. Um, and the only thing that was made were just some some hand-painted prototypes. And the reason they never got made was uh, the uh, they, they posted it. Or like they did something. They promoted it without approval. And therefore, at the time, Kenner slash Hasbro said, no, man, like you're untrustworthy. You're out. Sure. You're gone. Kaput. Done, <laughs> Have fun selling all those bats. <laughs> What's up, Tom? You done, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, anyways, but this is the purple one, and he's got a black dry brushing here on the back, which a lot of the reflection from the lights, because I suck at taking pictures, uh, <laughs> is making it reflective. But he's also got some on the tail there, and we'll see it more in uh, in, in robot mode. But he also has a little bit of red boop there on his boop. uh would be tongue a little little a little boop and what's what's interesting is like this mold also has the little uh slivers for the eyes like indented in why why didn't they just you know just put them a little boop a little boop of paint there's a little boop hey man so tongue of the eyes you can't have both (laughs) i would have sacrificed the tongue man (laughs) Truth be told. Um, so clearly, uh, instead of light green over dark green uh, color tones, we get purple over black, which I like the look of that. Uh, silver paint instead of gold for the legs, but also silver paint instead of purple for the face. I think the eyes were the same, but don't hold me to it. But here you see more of that kind of black dry brushing on the tail slash gun piece. Cool. Speaking of the tail slash gun piece, pew pew. Pew pew. <laughs> and like this is where I don't like the placement of these like C ROM <laughs> and D ROM things. Like if it would have ended up on like his back shoulder, uh, primals did, like the red bat primal, I don't think I would have had an issue with it. Or if red bat primals would have ended up on his chest, you know, or like I guess the top of the 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 beast mode head. Or it would have like there would have been some consistencies there. I don't think I would have had a problem with that either. But it's just a silly place for a stamp. And so, this this might be a little blasphemous, I guess, for me to say. Honestly, man, I would take a Q-tip and some rubbing alcohol. And- <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be moving right along from that. That shit ain't happening, uh, Tom. <laughs> if now if those if those sets were like you know plentiful out there on the bay, um. And cheap out there on the bay, I would absolutely agree with you. 
but uh, they ain't. So, no. But would you do it though? Like, if it was like if you pay if you spent one hundred and fifty dollars on the set, would you do it? A buck fifty? Uh I don't know. Like, that's not that bad. You know what I mean? Um, if it was like for for two basics, know, if it yeah, well, for two basics is like pretty brutal. But I don't know, man. Okay, to be fair, I spent double that on fractal and pack rat. So fair. I mean, hell, I, I'd maybe even spend a bit more. Like, dude, okay, this is the thing. If if you're spending, like, Antagony, like, amounts of money, you know what I mean? And she had, like, some real nasty, ugly-looking thing, like, right in the middle of her chest type of thing, would I do it? Probably not. But for a buck fifty, I'd definitely do it. I, I would. I gotcha. I gotcha. I think that's fair. So. But anyways, that's uh, that's been it for Alligator Megatron. I don't know what's next next week. I really don't. I think it may be one of one of the other like plentiful ones, like Tigertron or something like that. So I like how they kind of um, it all works out. They mirrored the uh, the gold and silver on the legs. Yeah, yeah, that was what was um kind of the same with the Bat Optimus Primal. Is they uh. Like all the deco, like the the masking for everything, stayed the exact same across the two, except for that weird little silver faction stamp thing, you know. Um, oh crap! I actually exited out of our news topic thing. Okay, we'll just uh give it a good twenty minutes for PowerPoint to. Oh wait, no, I didn't. Damn! Now I got two of them up. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I'm really not good at this. It doesn't recognize the ones that. Are, where did it go? Oh, oh let's just leave. Speaking of action symbols, eh? This is this is uh, so frustrating. Well, what you got? What you got on some faction symbols, man? Um, it kind of like I I just recently noticed reorganizing my collection and stuff. A lot of like the earlier figures just don't have any at all. Oh, you're talking about like um I know for sure the like ninety five like the premiere wave, the stuff that came out like tail end ninety five, early ninety six and like test markets and things like that. Um what what was it? Eight of them altogether? Or not or ten of them? H- however many, but the, the first sets of like basics and deluxes, none of them had symbols or anything like that um allegedly there were some fixed versions that did have the rub symbols allegedly but most of them i don't think did um as far as the the two mega class and the two ultra i'm pretty sure uh polar claw had a a faction uh rub sign didn't he he may have been missing one too you know what I don't actually own one, to tell you the truth. Scorp- Scorponok and Polar Claw? I don't know. Maybe uh, somebody in the chat that has Scorponok or Polar Claw, let me know if they got rub signs. Because I really like, I really just can't remember. Um, and I don't know if the Ultra Class Primal or Megatron have one either. Now that, uh, now that we're trying to put two and two together like this. I don't think... Uh, 
I don't think any of those 96 toys had rub symbols. I don't think they started doing it until we launched with the 97 toys uh, and like the repaints and some things like that. And they kind of made some little spots for uh, some little remolded spots for those rub signs to go onto. Uh, let's see. Megamus says Polar Claw. Don't think so. I don't think so either, man. So I guess all that all that premiere stuff. That's something we'll have to take a look at in the future, I think. Like, rub signs versus no rub signs. But the thing is, though, dude, like, there's no way to tell, like, what came out post-96. Like, I think the smooth bubbles was, like, part of the post-96 wave that was supposed to have that kind of stuff. But, like, at what point do you think they, like, halted production for, like, the new parts? Because, like, I know my Takara Dinobot has the remolding all the remolding that was done on Grimlock. There was like such extensive remolding. We kind of covered that um, when we did the beast banging on Dinobot, but he has like the spot for that, but I kind of chalked it up to it being more or less like the Grimlock remold anyways, but I don't know. I'll have to check my pterosaurs and my laser beak and stuff like that. That's good stuff. Mm. Well, getting into our, our news and such. Um, you can follow us on our social medias, facebook.com slash beastwars, twitter.com slash stasislockcast, or you can email us directly at stasislockpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, the Beast War Society. It's a buy, sell, trade, and discussion group. There have been some pretty cool things bought and sold and talked about in there. So uh, I think I think we've we like some somebody in the group was like looking desperately for a pack rat, and I think two twenty the twenty fifteen pack rat. I think two of them have uh have have been listed and sold mighty quickly yeah, I, on uh on there. Oh, uh, Kabar mentioned, he said, my Blintrons don't have rub signs. That was a mystery that never got solved in the TFW thread. I don't know if, uh, if you, if you ever caught my response to that Kabar, um, mine don't have the rub signs either. And I opened all three of mine new from box. Uh, I know someone had said in that thread that theirs did, but they never produced pictures of them. Um, mm. And also rub signs can be bought from toy hacks, reaper labels or whatever. So it's, it's, it's a large possibility. That's something that person could have either done and forgot or bought from someone who decided uh, their toys needed rub signs. But as far as like the Blintrons having their own little logo or rub sign, uh, that is false. Like, I don't think any of the Japanese stuff did, as a matter of fact. I don't think any of the Japanese stuff utilized rub signs. Um, because, like, my Japanese Dinobot didn't have a rub sign, despite having the little square cut out for it. He didn't have it. But I know for sure, like, Beast Wars 2nd and Beast Wars Neo, I don't think had rub signs. I'm pretty sure. Rubbage. Anyways, the... <laughs> No, uh, no stasis lock uh, artistry this week from Ghost Lord Peter. He's taking a break, so why don't y'all check back next week? It'd be really cool. So on to some news. Uh, let's see. Kabar, real quick, kind of back to that conversation. He says, I know, but the TF Wiki says they have special signs, though. And, I mean, they kind of, I mean, they, they do. Like, the Unicron uh, thing has... Like the the Herald's Unicron or whatever, like they have their own little like weird kind of Unicron logo. But as far as having them on the toys, uh, they don't, unfortunately. 
So, like I don't like, and that's news. that's another thing. I've I've had that talk before. Like the wiki can be wrong. It is yeah. wrong in some areas. Um, it's blasphemous, I know. <laughs> but the the thing is, like the wiki w- is just put together by by fans, very incredibly way a hundred times more knowledgeable than me. Fans, yes, but by fans nonetheless. Like, um, I like. I'm not trying to say like. Oh well, like just because they're wrong on these things, don't use them. Like I use the wiki uh, all the time. It's it's a fantastic tool, but it is not without its faults. Um, it's fake news. And if that's still there, that's that's one of those faults. What's up, Tom? Fake news. Woo! Oh, <laughs> ooh! I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with that. Um, <laughs> Megamus asked question night the for the for the premiere wave the nineteen ninety five stuff did they have indentions for rub signs no they did not the original Dinobot did not have it uh, I don't believe Terrorsaur had it although I don't know if I have a quote unquote rock bubble or premiere Terrorsaur or not um, but even so like I don't think I don't even think that uh. I don't even. I don't even think Cheetor has a rub. Nope. He might. Nope. I. I don't think he does. He doesn't. So Cheetor and Tigatron also don't have. And Tigatron would have been before Cheetor. Ninety. No, Tigatron was post Cheetor, but I think Tigatron was either like ninety six or ninety seven. So I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not. But I don't, I don't think he had. I don't think he had a rub sign though. Um. He he said he thought maybe the basics did. He said memory is going. Yeah, uh, the bat and the alligator definitely don't. Um, and I know that just because I've looked at them both in the last two weeks. Uh, but they were only offered like they they weren't quote unquote round either. Like I think they were only kind of offered in that premiere uh, wave, and like that was that. Um, I know for sure. Like Tyler sent me three Razor Beasts. None of them have um none of them have uh rub signs like of the three and i don't think beast wars neo randy has a spot for a rub sign which it would have utilized whatever retooling they would have done for that little square so uh <laughs> kabar <laughs> he said uh gonna about to call goldemus out in the thread yeah man call him out tell him to produce pictures like tell him to produce <laughs> pictures of his his blendtrons that he bought mint and sealed box with uh, with their Blendtron uh, rub symbols, I would love to see it. Like I said, I opened all three of mine. Like another thing is, people talk about uh, Magmatron's weapons, uh, Magmatron's weapons and paint from the Japanese release and the Beast Machines release. There's no difference there. Like I opened both of my Magmatrons up, brand new. Tyler even got a Japanese one sent to me um, that had not like the the little tape on the on the inside of the tray had not been pulled back or anything. I opened his up and checked with both of mine. Swords are the same. Missiles were the same. The paint was the exact same. The plastic color was the exact same. That's like you get into some really, really tricky stuff. I mean, it could have been there was somebody had a one off of one or the other and thought, oh, this is sharper because. You know, mistakes can happen during production and something either doesn't get rounded or sharp or whatever. I mean, it's it's all subject to error. 
but the Magmatron is another good example of uh, stuff that just wasn't as it like as as the wiki says like there there's that there's supposedly differences N- not not on stuff that I've opened brand new at the very least with that being said uh starting January 1st which will be the first uh stasis lock of the new year of 2020 we will be going live stasis lock uh YouTube channel if you have not Go subscribe to it, please. Uh, again, starting January 1st, that's where you're going to catch us live on YouTube. As far as audio listeners, you will not be affected. Things will still upload uh, accordingly. Shout out to Ace Milo for doing all that for us. Um, really appreciative of that guy. But if you want to continue to catch the show live, you got to go subscribe to Stasis Locks uh, YouTube channel. Uh, you can find the link in the description to the video. I think it's in there currently right now so there is that also the ultra gear stasis lock photo op bring your masterpiece cheat order pizza robocon june 5th or 6th 2020 in louisville kentucky for an epic galloping gyroscopic gathering of the most open cheetors in one location i said gyro not gyro fuck <laughs> bring your masterpiece cheat order pizza robocon uh june 5th or 6th next year for a big huge open masterpiece cheetor uh picture uh Slash display slash it's it's a lot of fun doing that kind of stuff, so uh, do that. Hell yeah, uh, brother! Uh, if you have the prototype, those are welcome. If you want to bring it, I mean, it's I'll bring mine, but you know, whatever. So far as news goes this week, there wasn't any like new news, but something I didn't see really get a whole lot of coverage. Was uh was this this particular thing right here? And to make sure I don't forget your names, I'm real quick. Pretty sure I know who it is. Uh, eight that uh act with this um, for you to for you to view online links to uh, thread where you can view essentially the whole book. It was done for TF Nation, but no one really talked about it. And uh, we're gonna talk about it. I wanted to wait till we had um like no news so we could discuss it because it's there's there's a lot to discuss here obviously i'm I'm not gonna have uh all scans from this because like that would be shitty right uh go check out that dude's hard labors so anyways uh something that you can check out in this read is like character bios for some of the characters that would have popped up in trans tech and then this thing called transcendence admittedly i haven't read it just because i've been on such a huge uh digital uh media collecting gathering part like i'm just trying to get everything that i know i'm ever going to be interested in so that way i can enjoy it and watch the sunset on a grateful universe uh episode synopsis is uh and i think there's 13 of them and it's got very stuff like Bob Forward, Larry Dottilio, stuff like that. And the book is actually uh, kind of made in tribute to Larry Dottilio, who passed away, um, unfortunately. And, and real quick, the most important part, I think, is um, <laughs> this actually isn't – it wasn't real. Um, it's essentially his take on, like, what it could have been. Uh, so, like, as, do, as far as the episode uh, synopsis is, 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 I don't know. Um, he could have, he could have easily reached out to Bob forward 
or even uh, I don't I don't know how long this dude. I don't even know if it's a he to be fair. Uh, Gherkin just seems like a you know something a dude would pick, but uh, Gherkin here um, could have reached out to Larry before before he passed. Um, but there then and like some of the other you know show right. I mean I'm I'm sure he probably would have reached out to Marty Eisenberg who I think did stuff with uh, Beast Machines. And uh, Marty Eisenberg did several things, um, but anyways, it's a it's just a it's it's a work of fiction, but it gets people talking, and it's an interesting work of fiction nonetheless. Like there's, uh, they took some of the online pictures of some of the the you know toys that were made, and even kind of made some like digi bashes of their own, which is really interesting. Um, audio listeners, if you want to go to the Stasis Lock Facebook page. Uh, which you can find us at Stasis Lock or at facebook.com slash Beast Wars. I'm going to post an, an album titled Trans Tech after we go live. So when you're listening to it, that you'll be able to go check out all these slides and stuff at. So, but anyways, it's a really cool thing. I recommend you go check that out. It's a good read. It's like 28 pages, I think. Um, and you get, you know, like I said, character bios, you get like, Toy ideas, um, like what, like repaints, wave assortments, tech specs. Like it was, it's just a really well put together thing. I thought, and really lucky for those at TF Nation that uh, that got to pick that up. And uh, real yeah. quick, Eric von Wolfenstein, what's up, dude? He's in the chat. <laughs> so, anyways, that brings us to tonight's uh, learning segment uh, because we don't have any, uh, any news. I'm going to go over what little we do know about TransTech and what became of it, how it was eventually used, and what has kind of been reused from it. So starting off, uh, we're just going to take a look. I think I got, I think I got everything more or less kind of lined up and organized and situated here, uh, and it won't be in this order on the Facebook page. But we're looking at essentially line art for Cheetor, uh, the the toy, and what would have been. Some, some of the kind of character uh, artwork of it, uh, as well as some notes like we'll serve as uh, power generators. It's a high speed warrior, just general things to know about these, these basic outlines of this character. You also see like um, up here on the head, it looks very similar to his beast machines head. But when you get a close up here on the actual drawing, um, it's, it's different. It's got this like little horn up the middle, and I think that shit looks awesome. Um, it also like I guess there's some like kind of colored in stuff, and then this stuff came from, uh, God, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Draxhold Jump. Uh, it's like a studio where it was a studio thing. They worked on a lot of the uh, kind of like pre-production. Um, design artwork and things like that for beast machines. And they also did it for trans tech because trans tech at the time was going to follow up beast machines. <laughs> so, uh, Candace ain't in the chat. What's up, Candace? Hey, what's up? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was saying hello to Eric. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, so here are some alternate Cheetor designs. Again, oh, I cool. prefer this top head up here, but yeah, like, you know, some of these like like this this weird one down here at the bottom. Yeah, I up? say weird, but it's very Transformers animated. E. Yeah, I guess what I was thinking. Got like a lockdown esque neck going on. <laughs> you got that that thick neck. Core <laughs> wants that neck. 
but uh but yeah he he kind of does and like what's interesting though and like this 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 look up here in the top left like reminds me very much of like movie bumblebee but still kind of mm. retaining the wheels and the feet sort of thing and slim slimmer figure because cheater is fast so yeah that's that's cool oh yeah Oh yeah. Now, <laughs> allegedly, supposedly, like there's this design right here at the bottom. This vehicle design. I think it was Cybertron Breakdown. Yeah. Was uh, like this was they they kind of repurposed uh, some of this artwork, uh, and and they they will, and you'll see it later. Repurpose some of this later for the Unicron trilogy, and even some of the stuff that came out in Robots in Disguise, the the toy line specifically, uh, was some some repurposed Transtech stuff, but. You can see very, very similar, you know, like how it went from this kind of speedster to this sort of, I guess, like funny car. And you want to know what like drag racing funny cars look like? <laughs> um, and like there was an actual prototype toy made for the Cheetor, which was not like this kind of funny car, but it was definitely more like this, like, like the first one that we looked at. Like it definitely, this is what they really went with when they made the the resin prototype hmm. and then this is just some more colored in uh concept designs of cheetor and uh starscream here which this starscream is going to be very different when we get to that uh pretty soon but trans dude trans tech is always like I, I try to make it a point to talk about trans tech at least once a year um just to kind of keep it alive in everyone's uh mind's eye you know like like don't don't forget about Transtech. It's the coolest thing that happened because it never happened. Um, <laughs> but some of these designs, man, were just awesome. Now this here is essentially like a finished Megatron. Did you say Megatron, Tom? Oh, I thought it was a Morticon. No, no, but yeah, you're right. It is Megatron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to Damn. a Morticon, but um, that's the uh, the finished. He's got more or hair. less what they were going to go with for the tank. Didn't uh, didn't that? That's cool. I like that. Be, uh, they they made that into uh, Armada Megatron. No, essentially, they definitely took all the design cues yeah. uh, or a, a lot of the like between color palette, like the color palette, one thousand percent. But even how the cannon hangs, sort of back here. Yeah. Um, on the original toy, like I know whenever you activated his gimmick, it was supposed to like swing around and go front facing <laughs> or whatever. Um, like on his hip, which was silly, but like <laughs> I have the uh, the Mega Zarak toy, and I have I have his cannon just kind of going off to the side like that, that too. But yeah, I, I love the way this Megatron looks. It is, it's killer. So if it was an alternate Megatron design. This would have been super busy, super busy. But you see, it would have been. Uh, kind of going back to the whole fusion cannon on the right arm thing. And like his face is actually like a very, uh, it's all kind of some kind of variation on the Decepticon symbol, which I think is cool, which like truth be told, it looks a lot like Tarn, right? You know, I dig it. Dude, Eric von Wolfenstein said, holy treads. (laughs) (laughs) But that looks awesome. This, I believe, was supposed to be Shockwave. I'm pretty sure. And the only reason I kind of say that is uh, because, again, like like this, like here we have like 
Shockwave, and this was kind of what they were going to go with with his alt mode, and uh, Immorticon, <laughs> just in some kind of basic drawings there. But this was kind of like the working progress shot of Shockwave. And this is what we ended up with. And as you can see, the vehicle mode down here. I like how they kept the the two kind of bottom pieces. Like, reminds me very much of, like, Fall of Cybertron Shockwave. Uh, if you don't have his little gun plug, uh, plugged in at the top. The front of it. And for it to be also be, like, a funny car. Like, a drag racing funny car. It's kind of... Apparently, like, that's what they wanted to go with, right? So, that's Shockwave. I like the uh, the green breaking up the uh, all the purple and stuff. Yeah, dude. It looks really good. Like Shockwave is just kind of, like, always very, just kind of, like, this solid, like, just wall of, like, this dark purple. And, you know, it's it's nice to have, like, something just kind of break it up a little bit, so... Right. I agree, dude. And like, cause I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like you said, like shockwave is just very like bland and, uh, traditionally, but to have that, that green, I feel like they kind of use some of that color palette for Energon shock blast. Cause wasn't he like very purple and green, uh, as yeah, well. Yeah. With like, I think he had like some, uh, like dark gray or like a gunmetal type gray or something in there. And yeah. Yeah. But I do remember there being a green. Uh, real quick, Alexis, what's up? Watching from Columbia. That's awesome. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, update on, on Kabar asking asking people. So he said, I asked Goldemus, and he also Brian C. in the Facebook group, who also just bought an Elfiorfa. And I think that's it. So uh, anyways, uh, Alexis, thank you for joining us tonight. Although... This is, uh, this, I think Starscream actually got the furthest along. Like, there was a resin prototype of Cheetor and Starscream for sure, and we'll take a look at them here in a minute. Um, but Starscream, they went as far as to, like, doing, like, a Photoshop color job over that prototype. So, uh, but here he is, like, very kind of conehead-like, and he would have been at the deluxe scale. Hmm. Um for what it's worth. I always thought just cause like seeing pictures of it, I was like, Oh, would this have been like it? It reminded me a lot of the little cyber jets, the little basic class cyber jets, but, uh, nope. He would have been a deluxe and a cool looking deluxe too. The, third party uh, companies where you at the shoulder bits remind me of, uh, what they did with Armada star screen. Eh? With the intakes. Yeah. Dad, completely possible. You know what I mean? Um, and see, it looks like these wings, these little side wings, would have been on hinges here. I don't know if they <laughs> either would have popped off or if it would have, you know, been something that would have been, you know, made a sword or what or not. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but I think there was also supposed to be some some wing down to the side too. We'll, we'll get into. Okay, here we go. I think this was more or less just the concept artwork. But seeing how he would have been kind of like a couple of various shades of blue, black, and red. I like that. Or that kind of bluish gray that I think the fir very first masterpiece um, ended up being. What would they ever do if they had to repaint it into Thundercracker? I guess the same thing Animated did. You know, Animated Starscream was like, had a very bluish hue to him as well. Um, yeah, he was like a weird and, gray uh, kind of. 
Well, well, but it still kind of had like a, a blue hue. Uh, but the the canceled animated Thundercracker like a very vibrant blue. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dalton said it looks like Armada Thrust. I mean, it kind of sort of does. Like mine, like it's just with the little cone swept back instead of sticking up. Dalton, I knew you were you you were a Unicron trilogy baby. <laughs> Bro, Kabar went in there with that heat too, son. He said you would say that, Dalton. <laughs> but, uh, uh, also, Alexis, we do have a Facebook group. Uh, if you check the video description here, uh, there should be a link that'll take you right to it. If you would like to join that, it'd be really cool if you did. This uh, would have been Night Scream. Like, how awesome, right? <laughs> I mean. For such a dumb character that looked like trash it's in like something, it's something out of aliens. <laughs> yeah, but like this looks awesome. Jesus. Like this this would have made owning a night scream toy like a hundred percent worth it, you know? So I just want to throw this out there. Um all of the concept art looks very like Bayformer esque. Um, but not in like it hurts your eyes sort of way, yeah. or like it's not overwhelming every, yeah like um everything doesn't look very insect like like that's kind of how i've always sort of felt about bayformers is like everything's <laughs> very you know bug-esque or whatever um, you're not wrong like uh, <laughs> one out of one out of every three characters has like quote unquote chicken legs yeah <laughs> like they or grasshopper legs to be fair <laughs> They make they make nothing but Z's with them legs, but like yeah, that's so I know like I know Draxel Jump did a bunch of other stuff. Like apparently they did some Buffy the Vampire Slayer like comic book uh, okay. like designs or artwork or stuff like that. Like they were more or less just a like just a design proof of concept like design company. And then you know these companies would pay them to come up with some ideas and. Um, they would put them to paper and then the company would make a product out of it or use use it in their product or, or whatever. So, uh, dude, but yeah, shout outs to Dalton for actually mentioning uh, revenge of the fallen mind wipe. Um, just kind of maybe taking potential inspiration from like the color scheme or anything like that. That's possible. Now, like as far as like, like this is, this is still like early sketching. I don't think the color scheme would have followed, uh, any of this, like, I believe it still would have had some of this, um, some of this kind of like greenish color just because of like, and what we'll get to it in a minute. I don't know if I included it, but the Transformers Collectors Club ended up using all of these designs in their 2008 storyline, club storyline. Uh, and we, we actually got to see a night scream and it very much used the browns and greens and things like that. But, uh, and it looked more like this. This one down here, uh, on the bottom, bottom right corner. I like the proportions on that a lot. I really do too. It doesn't have a stupid swoopy hair thing either. So it it almost looks like uh, like how like um, Beast Machines thrust has like just like the, the little unicycle part in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of thrust, I don't know who or what any of these are, but if you look in the top left corner here. It's just like this to me looks like it's it's just a single like it may be a beast machines thrust like because thrust was more or less 
I mean, like, yeah, at the end of Beast Machines, he was flying around as Waspinator with a thrust head. But for it to be this, like, unicycle thing right here, I like this look. I've always liked thrust look, like, robot mode and vehicle mode. So I've I've seen, like, all of these, uh, like, uh, concept art, um, like, images we're going over. I've never seen this one that we're looking at right now. Oh, no kidding. I, dude, I found a website that probably gave my computer herpes. Um, <laughs> and I just grabbed them all from that. Like, oh, dude, it kept running like scripts. Like, it, it, it was a nightmare saving all these images. But um, they right. pop ups left and right. Worst, but, like, worst case scenario, you only have to worry about it, like, what, bi yearly? Yeah. Wouldn't be too bad. Um, but like again, I, I don't know what any of this would be for. Like this kind of has a very razor claw looking head to it, um, and we know that they would have been reuniting some G one uh, characters in with the Beast Wars characters. That's awesome. There's some stuff that I found recently that I'll just kind of talk about. I didn't find it. I found images of it. It was somebody that posted them on Facebook. I don't know how public that post is, um, but I want to try to go through whoever shared it with a group that I'm in, which is a very, it's a secret group, but it's some early concept, like post beast machines, pre armada paperwork that somebody that lived next door to a a former uh, Hasbro employee um, acquired through them. And I want to make sure I can share that before I talk about it or share any of it, but interesting stuff there that maybe we can have a kind of trans tech follow up on that. I didn't include here. But anyway, AKA as far as who this they, is, uh, I have no clue. AKA they uh, dug it out of a trash can? No, it was put together in a binder. But it was like, it was very much like like there were some Beast Machines artwork. And then there were some uh, pictures of resin prototypes from Armada. Like some early stuff. Like there was an early hotshot resin that also was like drastically different. Kind of crossed over same like timeline type of thing. Well, I think they took some concepts that they were going to take from Transtech and implemented it into Armada. But it's hard to tell. Some people think it's a Franken book. Um, I like, I mean, I think so too, to be fair. To be fair. But. <laughs> I do declare. Not... Hey, Dakota, let Tyler in. He's crying. Oh, is he here? <laughs> Got him. Poor Tyler. Sorry to interrupt. I do declare. Allow me to the show. Grant hello, me. Hello, hello. You're in the show. Oh, fucking, I've been doing that Sir, for like an hour. You're in the show. What's good? Entertain. What are you We're still looking at some of these trans tech. We're looking at trans tech designs. Oh, cool. Can you teach me? Well, I'm not going to go over everything I've already gone through, but uh, Why not? think of this as a happy jumping on point. Oh, we just started. Oh, okay. The, uh, the so Americans here's something that's interesting. No longer outnumber the Canadians. No. Yeah, now it's uh, no they... split. You now, will remember this. Build that wall along the northern borders. What I say. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Wow. Just wow, Dakota. So <laughs> this is uh, this is scavenger. Now this was more or less uh, concepts for. Uh, Beast Machine mm-hmm. Scavenger, as you can see, a lot of similar looks. They wanted to utilize that character, or at least in these planning stages they did. Uh, and the deal was they wanted it to be a uh, 
like a, a shovel truck, whatever those things are actually called, and like a formula racer. A as plow? You can see by the, uh, snow plow. Are no, you not a plow? Not a, not a snow plow. No, like a like a construction vehicle. A front end. It's lower. a scoop. Bulldozer. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Bulldozer. Words are hard. Um, oh, fuck, apparently. I thought you were Dalton for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I was channeling my inner Dalton. Uh, speaking of my inner Dalton, Sportimus, what's up, dude? Good to see you in the chat. And Tyler G in the chat. And Dalton also said Bulldozer. Hey. <laughs> so... And then again, here's some more. And and they took so this was supposed to be, I guess, like the updated for uh, Transtech concept, which they took some cues for uh, Armada Scavenger from, or they took cues from this for Armada Scavenger. Cool. So this, I don't know who this is. Uh, have no oh, clue. Oh, that's Frank. It's a it's jet storm. I don't know. <laughs> Looks cool, man. That spikes all over it. This would have been rubber plastic for days. Jed Vargo's in the chat. What's up, Jed? He says uh, super 90 style designs. And this would have been our black arachnia. This looks awesome. With the, the spider legs kind of coming up more or less on her on her backside as like a like a sort of cape thing. I think that looks killer. Very pointy. Very very Rob Liefeld feet here too. Don't uh, say that. Jed's so, so you mean uh, non existent. <laughs> yeah. so, dude, I'm yeah. surprised Rob- they're not covered by like a, a puff of smoke or something like that, you know? <laughs> they're not covered by pouches. <laughs> Uh, bro, Kabar said waifu material. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. He would say that. <laughs> Speaking of waifu for laifu, uh, this is what Silverbolt would have looked like. Look at that, dude. Very, like, Depth Charge-esque. Yeah, very much. And, like, Depth Charge actually had his own sort of, like, look, too, which was... Kind of crazy, but looks like he would have taken on this kind of stealth bomber uh, aesthetic. Uh, you almost got like a star scream, like a seeker sort of thing going on in the middle with the uh, with like the the yellow cockpit with like the red chest and all that. Right, I agree. And then some more kind of designs. Looks like they were going for maybe something a little more sleek. Like he looks like he's got some dragon wings here, which I don't think would have. <laughs> Really fit the character all that well, but uh, as far as heads go, I think this top left one is the one they ended up landing on. Uh, but I, I kind of like this one down here, could have given us uh, some repaint potential, maybe. Hmm. Well, we are still Transformers fans at the end of the day. Who doesn't love this? True, <laughs> and see, look at this, uh, this early concept art for Optimus Prime. This is the only one of these pictures that appears like this, as far as like Optimus goes. Uh, and I don't know if these are a bunch of little mini-cons, which kind of uh, brings us back to uh, what I was saying earlier. Something that I, 
hopefully I'm I'm cleared to share it off. But uh it also looks very much like um like uh the IDW um skids from like More Than Meets the Eye. That's uh More that Than Meets the Eye. That looks like a super mode of sorts, man. Kind of does. Entirely possible too, yeah. I like I like Could've that we've got like a like uh shooting minicon the mini cons out of uh like a wizard sleeve type of thing, you know? <laughs> wizard sleeve, yeah. And his oh, knee yeah. And... like that coming out of there. The side of his there. calf there, yeah. yeah. The pocket sand. And it looks like the helicopter's taken off from his uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like his calf open there on the side and it takes off. Huh. Like I said, man, I think Armada and, and Transtech had a little more in common than what we ended up thinking. And uh, here's Immorticon, which you had mentioned earlier. Would have been a new character. We need more new characters mm-hmm. in Transformers, I feel. What? No, we only need two characters. Megatron <coughs> and Optimus, and everyone else can fall by the wayside. <laughs> Just ask uh, anyone voting in that abysmal Hall of Fame. <laughs> just, uh, Dude, Kabar said, uh, Rick, my, my boy Shatterglass uh, Jazz, he would be on board because he saw a little motorcycle. <laughs> just uh, What's up, Tom? In, sprinkle in more uh, Beast characters with, like, you know, G1-esque remake things like they did with uh, Cheetor and Cyberverse. Yeah. Dude, I I agree, I'm man. Like, I really would have liked to see this exclusive show. I'm looking for more diversity among Transformers now. Dude, I, I want to see. Like, I feel like Rat Trap or Rhinox come back. I feel like that's what Trans Tech would have given us because it would have definitely been the Beast Wars characters with the G1 characters in addition to. Yeah. Um, speaking of, like, this is Soundwave. This is what Trans Tech Soundwave would have been. Oof. Dude's got speakers for days. <laughs> no clue what that alt mode would have been, but uh, it's something, I guess. I like what he's got going on with the hand. Mm-hmm. Looks very Iron Man. <laughs> and then he's got like the tape deck buttons here on the front of his thigh. Yeah. <laughs> pouches, man. Liefeld pouches. Awesome. Yeah, because you can't see the feet. This is Liefeld's work, dude. They're they're covered by uh, clouds. I told you. Puffs puffs of dirt or smoke or whatever. (laughs) And here we get to Optimus Prime, who would have been a long-nosed Cybertronian eight-wheeled truck with some Captain America shield spinning behind his shoulders. (laughs) I was just thinking that, too. And, like, I, I don't know if psychographics with an X.com exists anymore, but who knows? I just kind of grabbed it. it. looked like it was all from the same kind of pool of things, some various head designs and things of that sort. Mickey Mouse shoulder. <laughs> Look at this, like... I don't know if this would have been like a mid transformation thing or if this would have been like a third vehicle mode, but it kind of reminds me of a Cybertron Megatron. This one right War here. War for Cybertron. <laughs> kind of reminds me of War for Cybertron. The well, the bottom mode? ones do. Yeah. Definitely. This one right here in the middle. 
like between the heads, looks definitely looks like a Galaxy Force Megatron. Oh, okay. But yeah, the bottom one's for sure. Got like different head designs. That's crazy. Yeah, seriously, right? But uh, this is what uh, would have been depth charge. Prime's been uh, eating the spinach. <laughs> He's got Popeye swarms, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's another Liefeld design. So this looks like a. Look at these little toes. This is, uh, I think they. It was said they took uh, a lot of inspiration for uh, Energon Sharkticon for uh, from Death Charge. Hmm. And I remember seeing somebody did a custom of the Energon Sharkticon as Depth Charge. And it looked really good, like in those Depth Charge colors. But like the feet definitely the feet and the legs definitely remind me of uh uh Hammer Strike from Beast Machines. But I also think that the depth charge we got, which was Beast Wars Uprising, because it had it used the tear dive mold that had the wings kind of you know, they were smaller there on the back. And that looks very similar to that as well, I feel. As far as the alt mode, I mean, it's definitely more energy on Sharktacon than it is Terra Dive, but, you know. It's awesome. So as far as the toy, the two toy prototypes that were made, uh, this is Cheetor, and I think this is a back profile shot. I don't know if we ever got a front profile shot of it. Which is unfortunate, but you can see like the alt mode is very much hmm. how it appeared on paper. Uh, whoever has these, sell them to me, please. Right. <laughs> or, or gift them. I'll take gifts. I always accept gifts. Dude, that should be put in like a museum somewhere. Yeah, in my house. The Dakota Museum of Lost Beast Wars. And it'll get melted down. It'll get melted down uh, whenever I get buried. So You're not creating you know, a strong so... case for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And then Starscream, which looks incredibly awesome. But yeah, as you can see, the little <laughs> wings folded down here on the hinge. We were talking about oh, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like I just gonna... want to make a quick comment. Wasn't uh, no? Wasn't that like um, used as a uh, Marvel crossover figure? Like later on, I think someone said some of the cues for it were. But as far as like making a mold from this, no, uh, they never they never cast any molds from these uh, from these figures. Um, I think I read somewhere that like. The crossover Hulk was took a lot of cues from like Immorticon, yeah. and I think it may have been like the Iron Man jet or something like that. Yeah, it was a jet took cues Man. from Starscream. Yeah, but as far as how close in representation it was, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. Are you they saying probably you had do not declare? I do not <laughs> declare uh, in this instance. I agree, Eric. It's a very depth charge face. That's all I see is depth charge. Yeah. I need a little more. Really I need a little nice. more evil to this for Starscream. A little more. That face does look kind of evil. Like the thing is, like it's just there's no smirk, dude. You know, that's that's like Machine Wars Starscream. Yeah, it kind of is. Damn, I dig I it about a that. lot. Actually, 
Everybody forgets about Machine Wars. Who came in? Where the road go? <laughs> but again, as far as like stuff that got kind of photoshopped afterwards, this was the only one that really got that, I guess, official treatment, official Photoshop treatment with Starscream. So he would have been like purple and I guess this teal would have been translucent teal. Because I think, I think that's more or less how they kind of operated it. Um, which I say that uh, the Beast Machine Silverbolt resin prototype that I have, <clears throat> the translucent bits on him were also translucent in production. And I think, I can't remember, but I got to handle the, the Beast Machine's uh, uh, Longhorn, the bull. I think his what would have been translucent on him was also translucent on that resin. But like my beast machine snarl is all solid opaque resin. Like there's no, you know, translucent resin on him, despite him using a fair bit of that as well. So I don't know. It could have just been a, you know, a choice of making the prototype, but either way, either way. And this is something that would have come out during the trans tech line, but obviously got pushed back. I mean, it was far enough along for them to do it. Uh, Cause this came out in robots in disguise, the air attack Optimus primal, the, the big one, the Supreme class. So they probably, probably would have seen Optimus primal come back in this form somewhere or another in the show. Hmm. But even just getting to see this resin prototype is, is incredible. I, I had no idea this image existed either until I found it. Now let's talk about where Transtech ended up kind of being shoved into. I mentioned earlier that it was uh, part of the Transformers Collectors Club uh, set of stories from 2008, and then they kind of revisited it here and there uh, periodically uh, over their tenure. And, and most notably, I guess, after 2008, it was in 2006, uh, 2015, excuse me. Um, and even a little bit, I think, for like the lead up to Shatterglass Beast Wars in 2000, the end of 2012. <clears throat> so we got to see a lot of these designs like kind of in full color in comic books. So I just kind of grabbed a couple of quick screenshots, but that one's of Cheetor. And they did their own kind of takes on it. So here you have Starscream, which is minus the faceplate here. Optimus, Ratbat, Prowl, and Cheetor. So they kind of uh, did some of their own stuff. And then it could have been that one that I didn't know we were could have very well have ended up being uh, Rat which, Bat. Uh, which Prowl is that? The original or Prowl 2? Uh, it just would have been Transtech Prowl. Um, just because it has a lot of cues from... It just looks like a, a G1 Prowl that would have been shoehorned into this design aesthetic. Just with how everything's sleek and has sharp edges and all that other stuff. Jed mentioned earlier, Optimus looks like he's got that Tesserus... Uh, chess thing from the djd that chess grinder or or age of extinction galvatron <laughs> then here's silverbolt with these big ass turbines sitting up here over his shoulders crazy dude silverbolt looks more like starscream than starscream looks like starscream, <laughs> starscream. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right And then Megatron, 
Again, I'm pretty sure this is Rat Bat and this is Shockwave. So. Hmm. Candace is not amused. Yeah. Not not very pleased on these trans tech designs, are we? No, I'm just following along. Shh, Tyler. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I can't see anyone's uh faces, so it'll be all right. Uh, now this is what we ended up getting in place of Beast Machine sequel. You know, because Transtech was supposed to be the sequel to Beast Machines. What we ended up getting was the universe storyline, which was also cut short. However, we got three comic books out of it, so Awesome. This is something oh, was that, I really... Was I, I mean, to, was I supposed to clap? No, you weren't. Um, I, don't get me wrong. I've, I very much enjoyed these three issues, issues of Universe. They're very hard books to track down. Um, they were wrapped up in two panels. Uh, again, in a Transformers Collectors Club magazine issue. So we never really got to see that fully unfold how it should have, in my opinion. But uh, this, is, this is what we ended up getting with the whole... Uh, Beast Wars characters meeting G1 characters. Uh, uh, we got we got Universe instead. So, and here's just a again. I just grabbed some random images, but it it basically like this was more or less. I think kind of where I don't want to say this is where the multiverse idea came from, but it was definitely explored very heavily in this where it hadn't been prior to. Uh, but this was like a coming together of uh, various multiversal versions of characters uh, facing up against um, the minions of Unicron, which were also multiversal characters or multiverse iterations yeah. of characters. Like you have a wheelie here. I think that's wheelie. Um, but a wheelie does show up at some point and like he ended up dying earlier yeah. on in, in this continuity. You got Pterosaur here in his organic beast mode, right? Like, you got some Armada characters. You got uh, Omega Prime from R.I.D. You got Jihaxis from the G2 comics. Like, just uh, really a, a smorgasbord of, like, everyone's favorite nobody. Um, you know, and you got your Beast Wars characters also. Yeah, I was going to say uh, you got R.I.D. Prime in there busting in like the Kool-Aid man. Like, you know, no, no trans tech for you. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, and then this is like so. To be fair, without Trans Tech, we we did we got an introduction to full on proper reboots, you know, through like Transformers Armada. And, we, and I say reboot uh, more or less. Like what I what I mean when I say reboot is I mean we get full on brand new like universes like we, we get introduced to the multiverse um but we also get introduced to some really cool shit like the maximal high council or the council of elders or whatever they want to call it which was uh magna boss torca air hammer i think Korada and bantor and battle unicorn were all basically the the maximal elders um and then we got some stuff like uh, Matrix Templars because of no trans tech, which Magnaboss was one of the Matrix Templars. Like stuff that I think is cool, just like deep lore stuff that still really hasn't been talked about uh, or expanded upon since. Just a lot of pretty sweet ideas in there. And of course, like who doesn't want shoulder pauldrons and a cape for their Magnaboss now? 
Like, uh, Dude, Tom, if you make if if you make some shoulder pauldrons and a cape, I'm I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're the customizer, my dude. I need you he to probably, get after it. <laughs> he changed what he was going to say halfway through. He was going to say, if you make some shoulder pauldrons and a cape, I fuck you. That's the way to quote his heart. <laughs> through his shoulder patterns and his cape. <laughs> you uh you you get me you get me with dude if uh if a shorty if a shorty just walks up to me at the function and shoulder pads and a cape <laughs> she's get she getting she getting the meats that night. I promise you that. Uh, she getting the pork sword. <laughs> Speaking of, I uh, I actually uh, got to take off. I have a cape and uh, some shoulder pads to go work on. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I in, in in all seriousness, though, I I actually do got to take off. So uh, thank you very oh, much. Oh, fucking leave then. For, uh... Goodbye. Oh, well, whatever. Oh, well, I, I just I just might fucking leave, bud. Um, <laughs> hey, you want to go, bud? You not your buddy, guy. I'm not your guy, pal. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, thank you guys uh, for having me on once again. And, uh, you know, in, enjoy the rest of the show. And uh, I'm glad I got to at least stick around for, like, the meat and potatoes of, of the whole thing. And, uh, all that, so. for what sure, are you saying? Like, a piece of shit because I was late? There's literally only three more slides. But uh, take it easy, dude. All right. Have a good see you, Tom. Yeah, man, have a good one. All right. See you later, man. So, yeah, we got Universe tied into the Universe toy line, which – was more or less like I've always viewed the universe toy line and the comic as the 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 third part of the Beast trilogy, you know. Uh, so I mean, we we got some cool stuff out of it. Now, some reused Transtech things, and I only only took three pictures here. Um, but according to Aaron Archer, it was a interview that he had with the TFYLP crew. He said that this was uh, the that the Megabolt Megatron, which was based off of Megatron being the giant floating head, the Grand Maul or whatever they called it, yeah. um, was was more or less like a canceled Transtech thing. So I may there was a KB Toys exclusive that suffered from gold plastic syndrome that I may pick up to kind of be my Transtech whoever this was supposed to be. I don't, I don't know if it would have been Megatron or not, but it does kind of have some of those feels to it. More or less because of the weird leg things, robot legs on his backpack, but also kind of everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. so. I can see it. The other was a technically animated blur. Uh, took a lot of cues from uh, Transtech Cheetor. Or it would have been Transtech Cheetor. And then we ended up getting a Transtech animated Cheetor uh, from the club as an exclusive. So we kind of got it, but it still doesn't quite scratch my itch. You know, like I like this. I like this figure, but I would have liked it more if it was the one on the left. You know, but what are you going to do? <laughs> and then, of course, we talked about it earlier Armada Megatron. So again, uh, they definitely deviated, but still plenty of cues taken here. Oh, yeah. uh, minus the little bitty fella. So, <laughs> um, and that 
is the end of the slides. So, so you guys have already we got done a couple the, of uh, what you get, right? Yeah, what'd you get, Tyler? What'd you get, Tyler? I got these little fucking oh, wow. I got five little mech dudes. They're the size of smaller than a computer mouse. <laughs> so tiny. They're so cool, man. I got five. I got a. I got one green and four of these white ones. And they got the um, the Mech Warrior Atlas head down at the bottom. I don't. I guess they're Mech fans toys. I don't know. I bought a lot of them for. Uh, as you can see, I bought more, but I bought a lot for a hundred dollars. And I just love robots. That's what it is. I also got some stupid G1 shit in today. Don't ask. I won't tell. I want to talk about that. I kind of need to know now. Uh-huh. It was, uh, so, okay. It's not like a, it's not a big deal. But it's like, so I have this weird thing where now that I'm close to the end of Beast Wars, I'm like, I'm not so much buying everything up, but it's like, I kind of want to handle some of the figures that I never got to handle back in the day. So, like, I picked up the Universe Prowl and the Red, uh, the Generations Red Alert, and the the Universe is it Universe Mirage, the good one, one that looks uh, the best from like the Classics line. Yeah, Classics. I think that's what it is. The, the one that the one that looks the best is definitely the uh, the Siege Mirage. <laughs> like, I'm being honest. I disagree. Uh, I like the stylized look of this one. You know, like I don't hate that's it as Machine Wars Mirage, yeah. but like as far as like that, like that's the deal. Like I've always liked Mirage. Like I've always liked his look in like that G one kind of aesthetic. So yeah, and I went in on the Secret Santa with, with uh, all the Kon Pits guys, and I got myself a squad of Pathfinders for my Tau army. I don't know who sent it because I didn't put their name in the box. But thanks, <laughs> giraffe. Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Cool. I would have used your we real missed, name uh, had I known what it you was. Missed, you missed my prototypes and my animation cells, but uh, that's fine. You can go back and watch the beginning. Did you hand draw them? Uh, yes, of course I did. <laughs> now, uh, Is he lying, Candace? Is he lying to me? Like a tiny bit, maybe like a little white lies. Wow. So, <laughs> 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 why, why do they got to be little white lies? Um, Jed Vargo asked, uh, "Did they ever skip popular animals and not make a Beast Wars character out of it, like a koala or a hamster?" As examples, um, I know why you think hamsters popular, Jed, and we don't do ass play on this show. Uh, but what? like, I always. <laughs> I always wanted a kangaroo, dude. Like I always wanted I, I wanted I wanted Beast Wars Springer to be a kangaroo and I don't didn't care if it like transformed boing, into a hummingbird. Boing, boing, like, boing. If it could have or even if it could have been like a kangaroo hummingbird uh fusor, I I would have accepted that, but like I really wanted like a kangaroo uh transformer. Kangaroo hummingbird fusor. <laughs> yeah, that would have been Springer. I feel like the fusors kind of took the spots of uh of like the triple changers, right? Um but we really could have got the best of both worlds out of that. You know what I mean? So. 
Lost connections. What about you guys? Do you think like do you think there was another quote unquote popular animal that they skipped over? Like we got weird shit like Japanese Hercules beetles, but we couldn't get kangaroos, so or or hamsters. Jed. <laughs> um I don't know. To be honest with you. There was this um fuck, I was just thinking about the other day and I can't think of the animal now. But I was trying to think about animals that didn't get made into Transformers. And one of the coolest ones that I could think of. Chris Barnes said like squirrel. <laughs> I mean, we got well, that. No, they, made, they made a Transmetal 2 squirrel. Yeah, you're right. They made a yeah. Yeah, night glider. Yeah. We could, yeah, we didn't get a porcupine. Kabar said still trying to process kangaroo hummingbird feet. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> a hedgehog. I don't know, man. We get a hedgehog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, small animals. Like it, But, like, okay, so a hedgehog would just be a rat trap remold. Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, a hamster would, too. Yeah. All the rodents would pretty well just be a rat trap remold. And just, like, so I feel like more, a raccoon. Like an basic, actual raccoon. Bud. What? More basics, bud. Yeah, no, but like a rac- an actual raccoon would just be the rat trap mold sized up, kind of like how Cybertron. Do you actually? I think I think that a raccoon would have been like a, a snarl Tasmanian kid, because I feel like he kind of had that little raccoon tail already. That all they would have oh, to do is yeah, just yeah, mess yeah, around yeah. with feet. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, I would have liked so to see more birds. Like, uh, I like Dalton said Heinrad was close enough. You're right. It kind of was. I guess so. Like, I wish we got a season one owl, and that mutants one doesn't count just because it's organic. <laughs> because it's a mutants? <laughs> yeah, that too. How did the, I mean, again, like, I mean, if, if Transmetal 2 Squirrel counts, then Transmetal 2 Owl counts. No, I, I agree. Understand I, I, agree that it, I agree that it counts, yeah. I would like to see, like, a great white Eat shark. Either. I mean, I guess we did with Transmetal 2 Cybershark. Oh, an anteater. Yeah. Yeah, we saw that too. Also, uh, like, I would have liked to have seen an organic... <laughs> Jesus. An organic... Uh, God. Um, Ram. Like an Ibex. An organic Ibex. Like basically what Ghost Lord Peter yeah. uh, drew me as. I want that as a toy. And um, Jed Vargo says Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, man, if they would have given him some claws, those toys would have sold instant. Like, 90s, like, with how popular Wolverine was. Just little pop-out claws. It would have worked. But yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's one of the questions we should pose for the listeners for next week. Just throw it up on our Facebook page and see what animals haven't been made or weren't made in the Beast Wars toy line that you would have liked to see made. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll do that. Uh, we'll do that tonight. Then, audio listeners, if you don't have Facebook, email us your answers. Yeah. Uh, so, I had some topics tonight, kind of regarding the whole trans tech thing. Just a couple of questions I wanted to grill y'all with. Um, giving what we got, what we didn't get, what we got instead, and what was kind of made in place. What would you have wanted out of trans tech? Like the news bit that we kind of covered tonight with. The last Gherkin's take on trans tech was kind of more their creative work, but is there a direction in your mind for where the series could have gone instead of what it ended up being? Candace, I'll start with you. 
that's kind of a big kind of a big picture to look at for me. I can't really grasp my brain, my little brain around that whole thing. I did kind of like where it was leading to though, like the whole putting those two generations together and I don't know, doing stuff, running around. And more than and more than just like flashbacks and you know like in name only because it was like in beast wars they got to the beast wars characters got to see him sleeping in beast machines it was like here's a statue of optimus prime but to have them both interact again, yeah interacting yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, that was a cool idea so who who would have like realistically been like the protagonist and his i mean like i know like megatron and optimus would have made their i guess returns i don't even know if they settled on it being optimus primal or optimus prime but it seemed like it was optimus prime um, yeah. like I think that would have been like with the Predacons and even Viacons and Maximals and Auto, like everyone that was kind of left over and coming back to on Cybertron. Like, there was a lot of like, there's a lot of clashing leadership personalities there, you know what I mean? And with like the way that Universe took it, Cheetor was still he was still supreme commander, Cheetor was still in charge of more or less everyone. Um, despite the roles that he undertook at the end of uh, Wreckers number four, he was still like the shot caller there. So I wonder if he still would have been the shot caller and it would like, I wonder if it would have really been like a, you know, like every, like all the faction symbols, it was kind of like those two new faction symbols, but I wonder if it really would have been like a three or a four way sort of war, which is something I've always wanted to see uh, Transformers do. I've always wanted to see them do more than just the two factions. You know. Yeah. So, Tyler, what about you? I mean, I missed a lot of the meat and potatoes of the the thing, but like, as far as like what I know about trans tech, I think it would have been cool. I think it would have been a little bit too much branching away from the source material, though. Like, not that it wouldn't be like canon, but I feel like it would be getting too far away from your just your Transformers where it started. And, uh, but like, arguably, isn't that the point you make to a lot of, uh, to on a lot of things though? Like you're just like, man, Transformers needs to branch out and get away. Now it's like, I don't think Transformers. No, 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 no. I agree. No, 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 no. I, I definitely agree. And I would have loved to see it, but I feel like the reason that they probably didn't do that is because it was branching out a little too far past what they wanted. Like it was, it, you know, it's almost a little too futuristic for them with how, uh, how alien the designs really were like with trucks and cars you can you can kind of relate them to real world world items with monkeys and cats and dogs you can relate that with you know house pets and animal planet but with cybertronian super futuristic super uh, trans tech <laughs> vehicles none, none of this none of this like kind of earth like kind of cybertronian like that we got out of both siege and even the the War for Cybertron and Ball of Cybertron games. Right. Like, it, it was, like, even more futuristic than that. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm I'm always all for a brand new fiction. Like, I would, I would much rather a new story with new characters that didn't follow the same typical, like, formula. Something, something with meat on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can, you can only, you can only have mac and cheese so many times in a week. Before you finally just want to have a baked potato. You can only have craft dinner so much. 
<laughs> yeah. But um, come on, you know, I gotta gotta throw it in there. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of like, I definitely want a continuation. Like, to me, the longer and more in depth a story's continuation is, like, the more impactful I feel it is. But like, we wouldn't have gotten a lot of the cool shit that we did get. Like, despite what anyone wants to say, like, Unicron Trilogy as a series, I didn't hate. It wasn't the best, but I didn't hate it. But then we got stuff like Animated and Transformers Prime, which, like, when people are shilling out their top three, uh, you know, like, guests that we've had on here, it's almost always been, like, Animated and Prime making it into that top three. Easily. And, like, we wouldn't have got that if they would have decided to kind of keep going with a continuation versus a uh, a reboot or a different whatever. You know, as far as car robots, robots, yeah. and guys is concerned, like, you ask the Japanese, that's still part of that G1 Beast Wars continuity family. Now, I think it fits. Like, there was a lot of supplemental media that made it fit, but that's neither here nor there. Um, that may be something we could – path we could travel down on another No News Week. But – um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, more or less, yeah. like, where it ended up with it being essentially, like, the way the Collector's Club handled it, they made them uh, a separate universe where the Autobots and Decepticons never went to war, and it was all, like, politics and things like that. I love a good political drama. Um, but, but I don't think I don't... that belongs in Transformers, though. So. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't, like, when I say politics, it wasn't it wasn't, like, real-world shit. You know what I mean? Like, they kept it pretty fictional, you know, as far as fictional right. situations and scenarios and things like that. Like, um, look, but I, I think, think that drama has a place in Transformers. I don't think political drama or, re- like, religious drama has a place in it because you always have to pick one side or the other, and there is, like, hardly any seeing both sides. But, I, but that's the thing. Like, again, the way I read... The, the, the stories with trans tech and stuff like that it was more or less like like again there wasn't any proper feuding um mm. because like typically you know the the abrasive politics leads to the war right like as far as any transformers like all the idw shit has been you know conflicting political ideals that turns into the all-out four million year war but with trans tech it was definitely more of a lid on it you know what i mean like there because there, there was no war but I do think yeah. that that I think that that's an aspect that should be in Transformers, just because it it makes them more relatable to I guess to where we are as adults, and even where some you know older teen, mid teen, young adults are. You know what I mean? <clears throat> uh, where where it can it can it can it can still have a thrilling aspect to the story and still have its place. That said, that for Trans Tech, I would have much preferred the continuation with Beast Wars and G1 characters added to it. Um, so, uh, like, I, I would have wanted to see that. I would have wanted to see maybe uh, that kind of brief time of peace and then civil unrest and then these various factions, more than two, always more than two, popping up and kind of essentially vying and fighting for control of the planet. Um, which I think is in my mind's eye, would it, it could have gone that way. Like, you're talking about fighting over cities and territories, like very guerrilla warfare-type tactics uh, mm. that we just really didn't get to see, especially in that continuity. 
So maybe some more of that. Personally, but, um, I would like to see more stories told in the Beast Wars outside of the main cast of characters we got in the show. Like, I know the Ascending and the Gathering kind of wrapped everything up in a neat little box and bow, but like, I want I want that to be expanded on, man. It really didn't. Though. No, I know. I know. I know. It tried yeah. to. Like, it, it tried yeah, to just yeah, be yeah. like, okay, this is what happened, everyone. Okay, bye. I like as as like so. The the gathering and the ascending is basically, and I had this talk with someone the other day because like I, I showed the the source book, and they responded to me, "Oof, the source book," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, like the IDW Beast Wars stuff is more or less just Beast Wars according to IDW, like you know, and th- there were some things that weren't known then that are known now that maybe came along later that they didn't take into account, blah blah blah." Uh, I'm not trying to. I'm definitely not trying to shit on it. I like it as its own standalone thing. It was basically just a ten-year-old toy commercial at the time, and I liked that. Right. But I don't. I don't know if I would want them to expand off of that. I would rather than and like. I, I don't even know if I'd want them to expand off of the three H uh, botcon and universe stuff. I think no. Realistically, I, like the only thing that I want done with that is Primeval Dawn to be wrapped up and leave it as it is. But I would like to maybe have just a totally new sort of micro continuity spinoff. Uh, so maybe something that I would spins like, out of season three and spins back into season one of Beast Machines. Something so what like I would that. like to see, and like this is just this is just my idea, okay? But so t- make it take place after Optimus and Megatron left Earth to go back to Cybertron, right? The Arc Pod left. And all the pods were still on Cybertron. Primeval Dawn. Right? But yeah. instead, they broke into sub-factions, not Maximal, not Predacon, but just sub-factions of, like, five or six-man teams. And you just had, like, all these territory wars going on. I think that would be cool. Again, like, that's very much along the same lines of that Primeval Dawn story. Granted, it still it wasn't properly maximal predicon whatever and, and again it never got wrapped so we don't know how things happen how how maximals and predicons came to partner up at the end of that uh whenever they made it back to yeah. cybertron but like i would love that like i would really like that as an idea as like, like territory I keep, wars. I, I keep referencing the uh sins of the wreckers the chimericons is yeah. that what they were called yeah like yeah like a faction like that and then a faction that's like all reptiles and a faction that's all insect, like the insectrons, you know what I mean? Like bands that just kind of like stick together and that's their core. That's their group. That's who they ride by. You know what I mean? So very like very, very tribal, like, like you would have your, yes. your air based, your water based, your like mammal land based, your, in, your insects and then your reptile. Like, yeah, I would, I would 100% I be down for that. Be I feel like, like that's. I don't think it would be like air and uh, seaborne and, and well, earth based, but it would be like insect uh canine feline like separated kind of like by animal races or yeah yeah but yeah no i, I think that would be like so so cool because they could pick it up right after beast wars and you could just have like a like a i don't want to say like a mass awakening but like skip ahead a hundred years you know what i mean because mm-hmm. where evolution's kind of taken over still, a little yeah, bit they more still have- a millions of year of a gap to kind of work with there. Yeah. And like, you're talking about like, uh, you know, um, 
just just between between all that time, you know, like yeah, I think. But like like I said, man, I've always wanted to see more than just like because that's something I kind of liked that where Transformers Prime was sort of heading to. You know, Transformers Prime was kind of heading to that. Okay, we have Autobots, Decepticons, and Predacons now. Yeah. Um, even even Armada kind of had some some little sprinklings into that too with uh, Minicons, Autobots, Decepticons. You know what I mean? So like there were there were multiple factions, but like the Minicons existed as supplement and not as really their own thing, even though they were very much their own thing. Um, it was like it was like some of them aided the Decepticons, whether it was out of choice or not. Who knows? And the rest aided the Autobots. Again, yeah. it, was, it was choice or whatever. Uh, so, anyways. Um, would you... Uh, this would have been our first time uh, seeing our favorite beasties um, would be seen as vehicles. And uh, returning G1 characters interacting on screen at the same time. Would you have rather they kept their alt modes as animals? Or do you think having everyone be a vehicle would have just been more coherent? Animals. Candace? Kind of on the fence about this one. I mean, we had our we had our Beast Wars, which was perfect. And we can, it's okay to move on to something a little different, but maybe somehow keep some animalistic parts of it with the vehicle. I don't know. Right. I don't right, know like how you Chidor would have still, yeah, like, still had the spots, right? Like, he still had the spots in his vehicle mode. Um... But like Silverbolt definitely didn't have any feathers. <laughs> you know? I, curse, I curse the robot that shows up with leopard print. <laughs> Bro, I, I ain't giving a fuck. I go, I go clubbing with the robot that shows up in leopard print. Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah, have a good time. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think again, it kind of comes down to having read the universe stuff, seeing Beast and and, and vehicle. Uh, interact and and all that other stuff. I uh, I don't know. Like I think it, I think it would have been like I mean that's one of the biggest I guess traits about Beast Wars was that they were always changing bodies, and so to finally have them kind of come back full circle to their vehicle modes. Uh, but at the same time, if Cybertron would have still been a techno organic planet. I think some beast modes would have still existed, but like we saw the night scream would have still been a bat would have been a robotic trans techno organic bat, but uh, still would have been a bat. So I don't know. It's tough. And finally, do you think trans tech would make it today as its own standalone toy line, comic book, cartoon, whatever Candace for kids. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Todd, go ahead. You go ahead first. This dude. I think. <laughs> yeah. For okay. Kids? Like even even for kids, like like just looking at the at the designs of the characters. Do you think that's something that could be marketable? Uh, like like I, I know whenever the like we I think we had the Haslab uh, topic of like what you wanted to see as a Haslab release. I always, you know I wanted to see just a trans tech toy line as is like a Haslab thing. Six characters. I pay or twelve whatever. I pay $600 for essentially a wave of toys that would have been trans tech um, in those designs. But even, even if it was something they were to try to roll out to the mass market now, uh, just character, like you you really don't have to focus on where it would have been story-wise, but as far as a toy line with these designs, do you think that 
it could be marketable and make it. No, for kids, no, I don't think so. I think if you were to gear it towards adults, I think it would take off a little better. Not make, you know, kids' toys money, but I feel like if you oh, made yeah, this like a five or six figure adult collectible line, yeah, I think you could, and then release that in waves depending on how well it does. I think it could be a success. I definitely, like I said, I definitely think that the the adult, I think that the worldwide adult market would eat trans tech. I think they would they would eat it up. But yeah. like as far as the kids, only reason like I say that though. Go ahead. The only reason I say that though is because if you look at the artwork that we were just looking at, it's very very intricate. It's very detailed, and like when I think of that kind of stuff in robots, I think of stuff like Gundam and Evangelion, and just like that real type almost almost like a like a mature type of animation and with that i would want a mature storyline to go with it and i feel like if the characters are written appropriately those characters with those designs could be very much like a series like evangelion or um gundam with I don't want to say like iconography, but I feel like it would it would take off with adult audiences because of that mature, mm-hmm. not only the mature undertone in the story, but like right. the mature animation and the mature. What design. I kind of want to say in in rebuttal to that is like, you know, there I think there would still be a toy line and cartoon show for like the kid kids, which is what we see with Cyberverse and what we see they're doing with Generations now is like that's definitely for it's still a toy line for kids. But adults really like it, and they're doing the the Netflix uh, cartoon series. Like, I feel like after yeah. that, it's all said and done. Like, it, we could be looking in a world where trans tech could still kind of make its leap, uh, you know, kind of back back into things. But I think as far as like the the designs appealing to, you know, kind of that older kid that you know maybe preteen, not quite five year old, but you know, not quite thirteen either. I think that. Uh, the designs, like, because the trans tech designs, like, we, like we said it earlier, like, it's pretty Bayverse, you know, like, but not in a bad way. I think, I think that was Tom. That yeah. Said, that. Uh, said it was like Bayverse, but not in a bad way, and he, and he's right. Um, and I think that kind of going off of that and maybe expanding on like what they know and how they're able to do some of these like uh, studio series toys and and kind of cross implement that with the way they're doing some of this generation stuff. Dude, I think it, I mean I think it would be like worth exploring at that point, but I still think that a more safe bet would just be to throw it up as a Haslab thing, just a wave of toys. You know, they seem to want to make Haslab offerings, big extravagant, you know, drop six hundred dollar type things, and not really a uh, would you spend sixty dollars on this single toy sort of thing. But who knows? Uh, but Candace, what about you? No, I agree with you guys. It would have to be like its own little line geared more toward the adults or older kids, whatever. Yeah. I would go for it. Yeah. I like the designs. I think they look really neat. Yeah, those designs are And like the thing is, I don't even think Drax will jump is around anymore. I think it's a now defunct uh, design studio. Hmm. So, who knows? But with that said, Candace, where can people find you? 
You can find me on Facebook, Canned Ice Art. You can find me on Twitter at Canna Santora and YouTube and Instagram. Pretty sure under all those that name. So there you go. I gotta make a list or something. <laughs> yeah, just I, I do. I read off from a list every uh every every week. Tyler, where can people find you at, man? You can find me at Canadian Bacon on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had Tom in here earlier. You can find him on Twitter at Cryotex Customs. Uh, so go check that dude out. He does some really cool custom stuff. You can also find me everywhere at Primal Sabbath. Don't forget, January 1st is uh, Stasis Lock is moving over to the new YouTube channel, the Stasis Lock YouTube channel. So go subscribe to that if you already haven't. Link to the channel is in the description. I believe I put it under news if you're looking for it. Also join all of our social medias and things like that. Uh, but before you go, uh, also I really want to shout out, there's a couple of uh, people that j- uh, hopped into the chat pretty late. Jim Bong was one of them. Uh, you know, Jed Vargo, we'd kind of talked to him earlier. Uh, so real cool, y'all, checking us out. But thanks to everyone who did hop in the chat. Uh, but you should check out some other cool shows, such as Shattercast Uncut, and The Realm, Toy Detox, Mega Megan, Beers and Bolters 40K, Plastic and Axe, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Age Radio, Fresh Communications, Building Up to It, Burgly Challenge, Masterpiece Peace Theater, all on the Cool Table Network. And a few honorable mentions are our boys over at Blackout and Shot, all queued up off the runner, Cybercast, Black the Gumbo, in around 30 minutes with our boy Matthew Deluxe Baldwin. Uh, thank you all for watching, and we will see you all next week. Bye-bye. And...